Super Talk Mississippi media production. It's a great time to be on the coast, and we love talking about it. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Lieutenant Commander Magellan Jancoco from the CB base. She's head of public works there. But let, let's do this. I want to bring my friend Leonard Papania in, who's the chief operating officer for the uh, city of Gulfport in a recent One Coast recipient. We're going to talk about that for a second. But they had a chance to meet each other. They're going to be spending, obviously, more time together in the future. She's pretty new from from the Philippines. But we were chatting off the air, uh, Leonard, about the Navy and the CBs and, and how it does give you an opportunity to see the world. But, the, you know, the role the CBs play from right here in Gulfport as they, as they get deployed all over the world, man, that cannot be overstated how important they are. Oh, yeah. they are. They are. It's. Uh, I tell you, uh, our CB base is such a huge asset to our community. And uh, I've always said uh, what makes the coast difference is the influences we've had from our military bases that outside think that they bring to our community. And it's uh, it's always a pleasure to, to meet new leadership as they come in. And uh, I tell you, I've learned something new every time I've met one of them. Yeah, I love having them on the show, and uh, both that, that's true for the Keesler CB Keesler uh, field, and for the CB base, and for you know hurricane hunters, you know, you name it. The military comes in so many different forms in coastal Mississippi, but I love humanizing sort of the people behind that, the the uniform, so they can get a sense of where they come from and what their desires were. In her case, what's interesting, she'd been here before. And um, and then she's been all over the world. She could have gone to Italy, other places, and and you know, in the you know, really around the world, other than Italy. And then you had other choices in in uh, in the U.S. She picked Gulfport. She wanted to come back to Gulfport because she cites the, the for, for one thing is the grass is always green here, and she likes that, and she loves the people. She says the people are so friendly and accepting, and and all of that. But um, it's good to hear when people have that choice and they pick us, isn't it? It is. Well, if you look around our community, even in the city of Gulfport, in our city government, uh, uh, I can't tell you how many former uh, Navy sailors, Navy chiefs especially, uh, that we end up hiring. Um, uh, the, the, the Navy and our armed forces uh, build really incredible people, and uh, uh, the fact that they choose to come here and uh, thrive and live in our communities, uh, we're fortunate to have. Yeah, we, we really are. Okay, let's shift gears, man. First of all, congratulations on your your selection as one of the One Coast uh, Award winners as a top 10 community leaders. You know, over 100 nominations, 10 were selected. And right off the bat, one of my first observations was, I'm surprised Leonard didn't get that already. <laughs> so uh, maybe you've been nominated and didn't fill out the paperwork. I don't know. You weren't looking. You're not the kind of guy that was looking for attention. but. As I said to all the recipients from my career at the Sun-Herald and then more recently as we have here on the show, it's not just giving you the recognition, but it's holding you up as an example for others so they can look at what you're doing to do your reps in the community, to do your work as, as a community leader. But, man, you've done some heavy lifting for a lot of years, and it's great to see you get the, get the recognition, my friend. You know, uh, I, I sincerely appreciate it, and uh, there was a phrase that you used that day, uh, leadership at all levels. 
and uh, uh, when you when you said it, I, I, I contemplated it, and and that's really a, an, an important thing uh, that we understand. You don't have to be at the top to be a leader, uh, but you have to be engaged in a group and producing great things. And and mm-hmm. I, so we need to be cognizant of that uh, leadership at all levels. Uh, uh, when you said it, uh, uh, I, it just stuck. Yeah, well, thank you, man. It comes for it comes in so many different forms, and and over the six hundred conversations that I've had here on Coastview since we started this more than two years ago, it's been it's been as I said in my opening remarks, it's been an opportunity for me to have a lot of hope actually for where we're headed. You know, the number of people engaged in leadership programs, the number of people engaged in nonprofits, and you know these thousand points of light that I often talk about you among them, especially your work in the homeless community. But you're, that's not the only area that you've volunteered your your good leadership. But it really does come in so many different forms, you know. And one of the points I made was it sometimes it's just a matter of understanding how to have the conversation because you never know when you might need to have it, and it may be something you say at the right moment that really engages some. It might cause a business to decide to relocate, or it might cause someone to to go solve a problem they weren't even aware of it happens in so many different ways so if you think about these thousand points of light that are out there our goal is to try to keep those connected in some form so that we can have synergy from all these efforts and and be a better stronger community so that's kind of the key but i was really proud of you and I, i think that you know obviously your work as a police chief your willingness to reach out into the community even during some very difficult times your work in the homeless community your work there I mean, we could go on and on. We've had we spent entire shows talking about how you've contributed, but it is it is really good. It, was that have you been to those events before? Uh, I I have not. I have not been. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Because you've been in the trenches. That's why. Yeah. But it is an impressive event. You're talking about nearly 500 people from all walks of life. Uh, great day for the city of Gupport, incidentally, because you had you had your mayor there, Billy Hughes. Jace Payne was there, and he was the recipient for Top Ten Under Forty. You, you were a recipient. Uh, it, there was there was a lot of pride for the city in that moment, wasn't there? Uh, pride, but, but uh, it's a humbling moment too. You know, you look around the room, and uh, uh, those that were nominated, incredible group of people, and uh, uh, you know, to 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 be selected, uh, you know, it it is it, it's an honor. Um, I don't like to be compared to those people because I think there's so many uh, uh, that are doing so many things, and and it, 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 it was just a humbling moment. But uh, certainly, uh, it just reemphasizes uh, how great it is to be part of this coast community. And when you looked across that room, uh, I, I will say this: leadership is a very personal thing. And what I mean by that is, there are so many people with skills. But you have to combine skills with passion, and you have to have a strong desire uh, uh, to want to make change, to really uh, go to that next level of leadership um, and and engagement with your community. And and that room was just filled with those passionate people. You know, if if you could set the uh, the awards moment to the side and just let a group think, get going in that room. And because all your thousand points of lights were sitting in there, it would be amazing the yields that came from there. Well, that's why I said 
again in the opening comments that the people in that room and the people they associate with represent the lion's share of those who are going to change the course of history for coastal Mississippi. That's just kind of the reality of it. And that's, that's why, again, the recognition is incredibly important. We want people to know that we appreciate what they're doing. But this, in, this even more important opportunity to hold people up as examples so people in that room can be inspired. They may be doing their reps, as John Harrison referred to it, may be doing their reps in some small way as a volunteer in an organization, and maybe they're inspired now to be the chairman of that organization. Or maybe they're saying, I'm going to stay involved in that, but Leonard just made me aware of this homeless organization that I really should know more about. I'm going to go get involved in that. You see these kind of cross-fertilizations that are happening in this group, and you know, a, a community like ours that is a collection of communities that come together to create a region that is the economic engine that drives the state. You know, we have a set of challenges because I often say our biggest strength is that we're a collection of communities. Our biggest challenge is that we're a collection of communities. <laughs> you know, trying to get trying to get people sort of out of their silos for a second to see the more important issues that that we all share and you know, being able to tackle those together and as i challenge the group this whole notion of raising the bar and when i was talking with with uh with jace Payne um you know, about his his receiving the award i mentioned that that i don't really have to give a lecture to the city of guffport about raising the bar you know that you guys are really focused i don't have to give a lecture to you guys about complacency um and I think you all share that we we never have enough leaders that get it. We're always focused on trying to create more of those and whatever. But when you think about the blue economy and the aquarium and the outgrowth from that and the downtown revitalization and the market building coming back and Stuart Speed's mixed-use project that looks like it's going to get substantial BP investment in and so on and so on and so on. When you think about these game-changing things that are happening in the city of Guffport, and I said this to you before, it really, at the end of the day, r results in very little rest for the weary. I mean, you guys are burning the candle at both ends, aren't you? Uh, we are. Uh, uh, you know, it, we have a, a city government, a city council, and, and directors that are all enthusiastic about pushing Gulfport to that next level. You know, sometimes it, it's like, you know, 40 bottle rockets going off at one time and trying to organize that. but. Uh, uh, you know, there is just an overall uh, enthusiasm in our city. And, and you know, that when I came back, that's, that's what I wanted to be a part of. And, uh, you know, our council uh, continues to support so many things that uh, we're trying to accomplish. Uh, you know, going back to the nonprofits, uh, uh, we're working diligently on organizing, you know, uh, again, a robust uh, 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 cooperative with our nonprofits. Let's do this. We'll pick up right there, the cooperative okay. with nonprofits when we get on the other side. But this is Leonard Papania, the chief operating officer for, uh, chief administrative officer, excuse me, for the city of Gulfport. We'll see you after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have Leonard Papania, the former chief of police for the city of Gulfport, now the chief administrative officer. I say 
you know, have a tendency to say operating officer because that's a term that we use in the newspaper business. Um, but, but anyway, it's been, a, it's been a terrific conversation. And we're really, the backdrop for our conversation today is Leonard being selected with as one of the recipients of the One Coast Award. But when we went to break, you were mentioning, and this was a goal of yours when you came in, this whole notion of the, the nonprofit community and building this cooperative and et cetera. Why don't you kind of pick it up from there and we'll continue right there. Well, and before we get in, in, into those details, I'll tell you that the, the bigger picture of what we're trying to do in Gulfport, and, and I, I just say it's the windshield tour. Um, uh, as a city, when we're trying to invite uh, people to live here, people to uh, establish businesses here, it all starts with the windshield tour. And what does that look like? And uh, being honest with ourselves, that windshield, down, uh, windshield tour down 49 sometimes is not what it needs to be. And what is influence in that? There's human condition that influences, and there's blighted properties that influence it. So what we've been working uh, uh, since last July on is developing strategies so we can uh, uh, take that head on. Uh, when we talk about the blighted properties, uh, one of the things I noticed, uh, you used the word silos earlier, and we were running into it in our own city. Oh, that's a police problem. Ah, oh, that's a code problem. So I said, well, the way we resolve that is I took police, the fire marshal, code inspectors, and the legal department. I said, y'all are all on the same team now. Y'all are a working group, and they're going to go after our blighted properties. And then on the other side, the human conditions, um, it used to be you hit the easy button. No, I call the police. They'll make that person go away or this. And that's not how we can approach it. A, the easy button is gone. Uh, the police model has changed over the years, and, and so now we're looking at a, a cooperative effort where we bring uh, community solutions together, and like you were saying, organizing. And um, uh, we're probably about two months from really getting our model stood up, uh, but I, I think it's going to have the effect that we are looking for. That, that's, that's exciting. Hey, listen, with all the recipients, I've kind of gone through this little, little uh, exercise and it has to do with the three learnings that I shared in the opening. And, and the first one, as you, as you well remember, had to do with this. And most communities, there's always a gravity toward mediocrity, you know, protecting the status quo. And, um, and, and so, I mean, this is just something we always have to fight against. But, you know, as, as you guys continue to raise the bar, how do you, how do you think about, how do you push up against people who are trying to protect the status quo? It, that is such the biggest part of the lift in this job. Well, we've always done it that way. Uh, but Ricky, what I have found is when you come into the organization, you identify your talent and you create space for it to thrive. Then that next tier of people is going to be those that just need that extra coaching and then they can take it. And then the third tier is those that hold on to what doesn't work. You, you, you really kind of got to address it and call it out. You know, you want everybody to have the opportunity, but especially in government, we can get complacent and just sit there and check boxes. And uh, uh, the word I use all the time is outcomes. I'm going to measure you by your outcomes, not by what you do, but by what you produce. Yeah, that's a wet, great way to say it. And when you say call it out, that third tier, it may be, it may be getting them to accept the fact that there's a new approach and retraining them, or it may be that they have to go find something else that fits their 
their tendency to want to protect the status quo. There's some companies that are actually like that. Um, Hey, so the other point was around complacency. I mean, I don't have to preach to you about complacency. I said that a second ago, but it does, it does zap your ability to dream bigger. There is no question about it if, if you are complacent. And Jerry St. Pay, I think, rightly challenged us to see complacency as our enemy as we try to raise the bar for coastal Mississippi. You guys, again, that sort of goes hand in glove with, uh, with the status quo. But, boy, we have to fight complacency, don't we? We do, we do. It's uh, uh, it, it's a comfortable place for so many people, and uh, uh, to to dream and turn dreams into reality is work. And some people just don't like work. Uh, and uh, but uh, again, when you go into an organization, you look for it. And I'll I'll tell you, there's it, there's sleepers out there. And what I mean by that, they've been waiting. They've been waiting for that spark of light. And, and when you give it to them, uh, uh, it, it's amazing what you'll find in your people if you really take the time to go look. I made a career out of finding those people. Unbelievable the way they, they rise, rise, to, rise to the challenge when they have the opportunity to do so. But, you know, good leadership means creating a vision. And then, and then tactics to help you get there. And once people, if you have a agreed upon roadmap and everybody kind of understands what the roadmap is, then, uh, it, you know, and you're together in that, and there's unity in that, you can really accomplish just about anything. The last piece was about leadership. We already talked about it. We don't, we'll never have enough leaders to get it. We're always going to be focused on bringing those along. That's just exactly what you were just talking about, locating those, you know, those you know, unofficial leaders inside the organization and giving them the opportunity to grow. Leonard, congratulations on your One Coast Award, and thank you for your continued positive example for all of us. It's been great just talking to you about leadership in general. I always enjoy speaking with you. Yes, sir. It's been a great day. So this has been Leonard Papania, the Chief Administrative Officer for the City of Guffhorn. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.